You are listening to Reach MD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. And today we're talking about informed consent. Doctors think we know what that means and how to create one that protects us in case of a problem, but do we really? Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, your host, and with me today is Dr. Jim Gottesman, a urologist in Seattle and the founder of Dialogue Medical, a company that uses a computer-based model to create custom consent forms. We're going to be discussing how informed consent can save doctors time, grief, and even money. Welcome, Jim. Welcome. All right. Informed consent. The first informed consents I ever had were purchased from a medical supply company. They were one sheet. They said literally nothing. You have a better plan. You have one that really plugs in everything that you say to the patient, correct? Well, what it does really is it doesn't capture what you physically, what you say, but it standardizes the consent for every procedure done. I mean, think of the CPT code book, which gives you a code for every procedure. And basically, it's got a consent for every one of those. So it, it tries to standardize the consent for everything done in medicine. One of the problems with preprinted forms is that they'll give you those forms for the very common procedures, the ones that you do most of the time, but there'll be no consent forms for the things that you do less often. And unfortunately, that creates different standards. You get different levels of consent, and that's not acceptable. And you really need to have the same level of consent, some standardization for everything that you do, medical or surgical, so that you go through the, the list of purpose and nature of the, op- of the procedure or treatment and the risks and the benefits and the alternatives and what you expect. That's what the computer does better than anything else. I mean, there is a consent for everything I do in urology, every procedure and every treatment. Can you modify the consents on the fly? Absolutely. They're all editable and you can create new forms. So if one physician has a little different spin on something and feels uncomfortable, they can create their own form within the product. Specifically for educational stuff, I mean, I personally think in the end, that if we could standardize consents for every procedure done across the country so that every doctor in New Hampshire, California, Florida, wherever, give the same exact consent form for every procedure that it takes the sales out of the plaintiff's lawyers because they can't say you didn't tell them this, you didn't tell them that, because if some crazy happening occurs that's not on the form, you would say it's not the standard procedure to tell them that the light's going to fall off the ceiling and hurt the patient's chest. So I think when we standardize consent forms across the country, just by herd immunity, we'll protect all of our, all of the physicians. Well, I know that I've been saved once by having written exactly in the chart what some of the complications were. Have you ever had that experience? Absolutely. Unfortunately, I did have a suit against me about 10 years ago. It was briefly a failure to diagnose prostate cancer in a gentleman that had an elevated PSA that I biopsied twice and was found not to have cancer on those biopsies. And then he was found on the third set to have the cancer, and I was sued because I hadn't found it earlier. A little bit curious, but the state of Washington, the failure to diagnose cancer is not an informed consent issue. It's only a negligence issue, so we couldn't bring informed consent into the trial. And when the case went to the jury... In my chart, which they had, were the consent forms that specifically said, you may have cancer, we may not find it, and we may need to do more biopsies. And the jury came out, well, why wasn't this brought up? And they said, well, because we weren't allowed to. And they were, the jury was actually angry. He says, well, that was the whole case. And they said, if the patient knew he might still have cancer, then, then what's the deal? Anyway, I won the case. And it was the consent form that, you know, save my bacon. And it was, I, I know anecdotally doesn't help, but boy, did, did that leave an imprint on me that, boy, consent really does protect you. 
Well, it protects you legally. It also keeps the phone calls away. You've also got informational sheets in your program, and I think that those are fabulous. Let's talk about those for a minute because I've been using information sheets in my practice for years. They save so many phone calls and so much heartache because I can give the patient the, the information I want, not to have them go to the Internet and find somebody else's stuff. Right. The ones that we hand out the most in my office, I'm a urologist, would be explaining PSA to people and what it means and the various forms of PSA, because they'll read about free PSA and complex PSA and PSA velocity. Boy, that, does that save the phone calls? Because we've, you know, we've, we've modified it a hundred times to make it so it answers everything that we can. The other thing is the, all the different treatments for BPH and, you know, bladder neck obstruction. So all of the different drugs and treatments and options. And when somebody comes in and has started on a drug, a, a, an alpha blocker, you know, we give them the whole, you know, it's about 15 pages. It prints out in the computer immediately, and boy, does it save the phone calls. And I think it makes happier patients. Oh, absolutely. They feel, you know, I, I, in their, they're customized. They're personalized. They know it comes from my office. It doesn't have a drug company's name on it, and it isn't a, a pre-printed fancy thing. I mean, it comes out of the computer, and we can personalize it about the things that we're doing. And I think that it, to the patient, that feels like this was, this was like time with me because it clearly appears that this was customized for them. But that's the nice thing about it. You can edit these things. So you could put down, by the way, if you want to buy your, uh, you know, your drugs, then go to, you know, Costco or Walmart and, you know, the one in downtown Seattle is, and whatever. You could, you could create it so, wow, this is really customized just for me. And I think that's like time with the patient. You know, guy, we spend, you know, we don't get paid for the handing out the forms, but to the patients, it feels like you've spent time with them when you give them a form that specifically covers their problem. Another good thing is that erectile dysfunction. We've taken uh, an erectile dysfunction handout. It, of course, talks about the, the, you know the drugs that we use, but all the other therapies. But we took it and then spun it so that erectile dysfunction after radical prostatectomy or in a, specifically in a person with diabetes or in a person who has had radiation therapy, they're all a little different. And you spin it enough that it covers that situation. I mean, for instance, the person who's had radical prostate surgery, the, the, the reason for the erectile dysfunction is the surgery. And so talking about hormone problems and other things to them wouldn't make any sense. You just tell them, okay, this is what happens after surgery. Now how are we going to deal with it? So it, it, the, the ability to customize the forms really, really helped us in, in keying in on, on their specific problems. You're listening to Reach MDXM233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, your host. And with me today is Dr. Jim Gottesman, a urologist in Seattle and the founder of Dialogue Medical. And we're talking about informed consent and how it can help your office. What do you see as the future here for informed consent? Well, I mean, listen, we're, we're going towards uh, electronic medical record and computerized physician order entry forms. I mean, it's going to happen. I mean, I, whether it takes, you know, five years or 10 years, I mean, I think everybody understands. I think within 20 years there won't be any paper in medicine. I think that everything will be done on computers. That's huge benefit to me, to the patient, because their records are much more transportable, and it also allows standardization of, of consent forms so that we can automate the process 
standardize it so that physicians everywhere are giving better informed consent. They can go through all of the things that we've talked about, you know, the risks and the benefits and the alternatives and expectations, and it'll be documented. There's no question in my mind that we will be completely paper-free within, you know, a certain amount of time, and I think it's to the benefit of the patient. Tell us about Dialogue Medical. Do you sell products directly to individual physicians or practices? Yes, we do, although, you know, there, I mean, for the, the initial program actually was a, mostly the urologist because that's how it started. It's moved quickly to other specialties. When the VA approached the company, we had been doing mostly to individual physicians and practices. When the VA approached us wanting this electronic thing, then it changed the focus and we you know, went towards bigger facilities, and but we still have an individual program that that goes to individual practitioners. I mean, we're you know we're a small company; we're not very many people, and we've not been in business that long in terms of doing these things. But we, you know, it's pretty impressive product. And I mean, everybody who sees it—the risk managers, the physicians, the surgeons—they love it. It's just there's so many things on our plate right now, particularly trying to get EMRs going in most of these facilities. That I think that the only reason the program hasn't been universal accepted everywhere is that we've got other things to do first. And I think once you get your electronic medical record situation straightened out, that this is the next logical step. It can be done on paper. It doesn't have to be an EMR. And for those groups and facilities where they really do feel their consent process has been poor, then the product is available for every specialty across the board and can be put into small groups and big groups. And the price is very reasonable. Well, you can go to our website, which is www.dialoguemedical.com, and we'll use that to uh, contact us, and they can learn about the product there. And you can always email me, I suppose, if they have a question. It's Jay Gottesman, J-G-O-T-T-E-S-M-A-N, at dialoguemedical.com. For listeners who aren't going to do all that, can you give us a couple tips as to what we can do in our own practices and improving our own informed consent process without going to this program? The thing to do is if you were getting informed consent about a procedure, you might even think about taping yourself, giving a discussion, and then getting down all of the things you just imparted to the patient. In other words, this is the procedure that I'm going to do. And you realize you explain to them in, in simple terms what you're going to do. Well, let's do a radical prostatectomy. You know, we're going to make an incision. We're going to go down and we're going to look at the lymph nodes. And then we're going to go down and remove the prostate and sew the, you know, the bladder back to your urethra. I mean, you kind of draw some anatomy and, and you capture it. And you said, these are the risks that you're going to have. You know, we might not cure the cancer. You might need more therapy, and you, you realize you're going through all this stuff, and you might be incontinent, you might have trouble with your erections, and you, you capture it. And then the other therapies that you can talk about, well, you could have a, you know, you could have seed implants, or you could have external beam therapy, and some people don't have therapy at all. I mean, but, and so you capture that, and then you, once you've done it for one procedure, realize, wow, I can do it for all the procedures I do commonly. Then usually the consent form for the hospital or the state if you've ever looked at a hospital consent form, it basically is clearing the hospital of liability by saying your physician has explained to you all of these things that we just mentioned, the risks and benefits and alternatives. I think it's also good to ask the patient to respond back to you that they understand. Have you ever done that? Yes, yes. And in fact, and the form has that too, you know, pleading, actually there's a please ask questions if you have them. And you can call me or you can get back to me and but it's absolutely essential that you give at the end of the thing, is there anything else we can talk about or ask? It's very helpful to the patient saying, wow, I mean, that's, you're opening yourself up. 
I, the other thing I do curiously when I do consents is I don't do it behind my desk. I come out and I sit across with them with nothing between us. And I think mentally there's that I'm breaking down that separation between physician and patient. And I think that's very helpful for physicians when they're having these discussions. I think that's key. Thank you. I want to thank Dr. Jim Gottesman, who's been our guest. And we've been discussing informed consents. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on Reach MD XM 233, the channel for medical professionals. This station was created for you, so we need your feedback, comments, and questions. Send your email to us at xm at reachmd.com, and we thank you for joining us.